Welcome to NFL MAO. I'm Luke. I'm Aiden. Championship Sunday came and went. Now there are only two teams vying for the crown. Who will it be, Luke? Who will I know, it dude. Be? It's 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 dude, insane. It's so... Like Brady v Mahomes. Like who would have? That's just like it's like when you see the 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 NCAA March Madness bracket and you have the one the the one seed from both sides. You know what I mean? It's it's like. It, not literally the one seed, but well, the take, one in the who's six. Who's the best quarterback in the AFC? Who's the who's the best quarterback in the NFC slash all time? I mean, I guess MVP will be Rodgers, but it's Brady. Brady's the goat. It's the goat versus the baby goat. It's fucking insane, and and yet somehow predictable. Something that's hilarious to me, and I know this is not the case. Obviously, who the fuck am I? But a lot of times when I critique players they come out and do the exact fucking opposite of what i say like mike evans comes out catching fucking deep bombs looking nimble at the beginning of the game and on top of that you have tom stretching the field early in that first half and just what a fucking burst bombs fucking dropping it in the bucket how are you dropping a fucking deep out or a uh, deep fade to scotty miller and like cover three with like one safety over the top or whatever the fuck Kevin King had going on at the be- at the end of the half. How did that happen? My man was throwing passes like Brett Favre after arthroscopic surgery. It's something. Um, I went into that game thinking it was going to be Rodgers all the way. The only, and it's weird to think, but the thing that was making me hesitant even when I made that prediction was that that Buccaneers defense is very fast especially at linebacker, and they are coming on fucking strong right now at the end of the year. Devin White and Levante David and Shaq Barrett and JPP are wrecking shop. And then now they have Vita Vea playing, like, limited snaps. He can push a pocket. Like, dude, their defense is actually pretty scary for a defense that got carved up a few times this season. Two things. Uh, One, I called the Buccaneers winning. You did, um, and I and I just had a feeling, and in my in in my gut feeling, it was all it was all Brady who did look good, but also dropped like you know three picks as well. Uh, and in my in my gut in my analysis, what little there were, uh, never did I ever uh, consider the Buccaneers defense to be uh, the force that they are. Like I I don't know what I was thinking. Like they came out and played lights out. I was I was They're- just like. How often? How often do you do you watch and you're just like enjoying the game for the defense? There's not a lot of teams in the NFL where. It well, is I that try way. to do that and every game, but you may not eh, always get good I hear defense. You. That's the thing. Well, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like where like where that's like the default. Interesting in a game with like, you know, the goat. In a game with Aaron Rodgers playing. Somehow, I I, I was like really blown away by by both defenses, but especially the Buccaneers. Absolutely. I think one of the things about that Buccaneers defense, um, and part of the reason why they're coming on so strong at the late, they're very, very young. And they're gelling at the right moment. Their secondary is young but talented. Winfield was unfortunately out. Not that it ended up affecting the game's outcome. Um, I just like seeing him play. You've got Sean Murphy Bunting, who's like getting a pick in every game in the postseason. Um, That first half with Tom was incredible. The defense played really well. And then in the second half, it seemed like the Packers had it going for a little bit there because Brady threw three interceptions. And I'm not going to say that they were 
bad bad picks one of them was a really crazy pick where they were like adrian famous amos cookies snagged it right off of like the dude's body with one hand or something you've got jair alexander making plays but brady closed the game out you know what i mean he is the go it's honestly as much as i don't like the guy it's kind of a really cool story to see him going to the super bowl like for the nfc representing the nfc and it's like, what, what can this guy, what can this guy not do? And what will this guy not do? Like, did what, you hear, did you what, hear that he almost wore number seven for the bucks because he was chasing his seventh ring instead of 12? That's, uh, I don't know if I like that. I like the 12 on him, but that's kind of crazy. I like it too, but it's swaggy. He wasn't if, fucking around this year. If he wins the Super Bowl, which I legitimately think he can, um, does he come oh, back he or is he done? Um, he'll probably come back. Um, but he doesn't have to be. He doesn't have to be, and he probably won't be. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's a lot that goes into that. Uh, the, the whole thing about Brady and, and the Buccaneers winning that game, uh, what it means for the NFC is so is so interesting because this is a team that had to, to, to win from the wild card on, which doesn't happen super often. Uh, it's a team where they're the first team in NFL history that gets to host their fucking Super Bowl at their home stadium. Ripe uh, with ripe like with the storylines. Story the storylines are are they write themselves. But here's the thing: you say it's impressive that Brady closed out the game. It is sure. Uh, it's what he does. It's impressive that he's the goat. But he did throw three picks. And also, if Matt Lafleur doesn't make one of the most questionable correct, decisions correct. I've seen in in recent fucking not just not even just playoff history, just like. In years, like this is a fucking head scratcher. I was and, just and, like, about to w- highlight that too. <laughs> yeah, it's just the call, the call by Matt Lafleur to to take Aaron Rodgers off the field and and take three and 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 just assume you're gonna stop the Buccaneers uh, again um, was really strange to me. Like you're not gonna stop them. Uh, it's Tom Brady. And and now and now he doesn't even have to score. Now he just has to run the fucking clock out. Correct. It's, it, like he doesn't have to do anything. So like that that part specifically does not impress me. That is where it's like oh like you know if, if that decision doesn't happen we might be talking about the Packers in the Super Bowl right now and like it, it's just crazy. It's fucking well, crazy. I I mean the only thing you could defend him for on that which I am not I would have gone for it is the fact that Aaron threw to, Devo- to Devontae Adams like three times in a row to no avail, and the last one, he very realistically could have scrambled into that end zone. And he threw it across his body, and then t- since he did that, two guys got there to the ball. Um, sure. I-, I think he could have tried to run and get it closer, and if you get it closer within one or two yards, maybe you have that option to run also, which, uh, like, you know, I mean, it makes the defense have to respect the play action or run. So it, it changes what you can call, what kind of play call. But it's an inexcusable call in that situation, in truly, that game, truly. against that kind of caliber of player. Especially that's when like you have where, Aaron Rodgers, that's too. That's where, totally, it's make or break. And, like, that's where you you show your fucking colors man and it's honestly not even it's not even a question it's it's really not even a question like when you have Aaron Rodgers through it there's really no there's no out to make that call like 
Him it, fucking kicking rocks in the interview, like, well, shoot, you know, with the two minute warning, I had this time, and basically had this many timeouts. And guess I'm like, what? Look, I don't want he, the math. I don't want the, the fucking two, math, dude. He got the two minute warning and he still didn't win. It's just insane. It's, it's crazy. Dumb. Um, you thought you were stopping that offense there. I mean, I get it, I get, but I also can, can't fathom it, if that makes sense. Cram it in your cram hole the floor. Cram it in your cram hole the floor. Yeah, I was very upset when I saw that. I like, I, I mean, sure, many people did, but I said out loud, I said, what the fuck? When the fucking field goal kicker, Mason Crosby or whatever comes on. I couldn't believe it, man. It's I insane. I believe that shit. It's just like, okay, in the NFC Championship? Against like, Tom Brady where, with where Aaron Rodgers. This isn't this isn't week seven, and you're, you're, you're thinking, well, maybe we'll win this one. Like, fuck that. That's crazy. And and even if they, even if that works out, Analytics Even if it works out. Analytics it's a questionable is the, fucking call. Correct. Analytics is the death of courage. Oh my god! It's like oh my god! Yeah, it's so weird. This isn't Moneyball, fam. Like it just doesn't work this way. And then you have Rogers being on a fucking like virtual. If you let the media tell it, a vision quest, which really he's being super smart and calculated because he is he's very. Smart he is a very smart person, but he did not he's have not, that great. He's not of a all hippy dippy. No, he didn't. He didn't. But he's gonna be the MVP, and he has three years on his contract. But was like, I don't know what'll happen, and everybody's like, Oh my god, what does that mean? And he's not going anywhere. But I think one I, thing I that would... needs to be highlighted. And part of the reason why he probably didn't have that good a game is, like I've said, Shaq Barrett and Pierre Paul, they're they're not a bad pass rushing duo. They're actually pretty fucking good. Um, with Shaq Barrett leading the league in sacks last year, I think JPP had like nine this year. I don't know how many Shaq had. And losing out on David Bakhtiari, their left tackle, at the end of the year, they're, they were, like, limited in the tackle department. They were getting pass rush like, fuck. I saw Rodgers take a lot of sacks and take a lot of hits in that game. Yeah, no, I mean, like, uh, I, I also want to get back to the point that, because I said two things at one point, and I know what few listeners we have will be like, what a stone. He said two things and only said one thing. Um, the other thing was, and it doesn't have a ton to do with the game proper, but I just want to tell you it because you're my friend. You were my friend, uh, too. Like, this time... Yeah, we're friends. This time last year, uh, I had just moved to L.A., and I was playing Madden 20 and went fucking wild with these Buccaneers and draft, got rid of Jameis and drafted a quarterback that was essentially Tom size before Tom was on the Bucks, before this was happening. And they turned into a dynasty. And you have all those pieces in real life, and they play like a Madden team. Like, there's all these little pieces where, like, you're truly looking like, I feel like I can see fucking Ronald Jones's speed rating, like, plus six in the playoffs right now. Well, fuck, man. Like, Like, you're right. And then you have Ronald Jones, but you also have Leonard Fournette, who apparently they just kept on the shelf. off Lenny. Dude, he, he... Okay, so they kept him, like shelved the most of the year to keep him fresh and now he's out there fucking busting what a fucking play he had for that run lenny is the uh is the uh the the pair of binoculars on toy story yeah just a fact you're right (laughs) (laughs) so linky no 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 slinky yeah, so no, but Lenny is all like, that, he's lighting it, he's lighting it, hit the dirt. Last week's or last month's plastic erosion meeting was a, <laughs> uh, which I think was a was a was a big success. Thank you again for that, Mister Spell. You're, you're welcome. welcome. 
All right, so Tom Brady advancing to the Super Bowl. What the fuck's new? Good for him. He's hot. He's old. He still can throw a ball. Out of the way, Drew. Out of the way, Drew. Dude, Drew Brees is the anti Tom Brady. Drew Brees not hot. Looks like Skeletor. Has a Drew Brees looks like has a a weak arm. He looks like a he looks like a queen of England. Yeah, or like one of the princes. One of the princes that ages into a skeleton before our eyes. I don't think any old timey prince could ever live to the to the staggering old age Drew Brees has attained. Well, how old is that guy? Eighty seven. You know, it's crazy. Is like he, he's he's got to be about the same age as Brady. We should get off. He's actually younger than Brady by like three years. I think. I think he's forty two and Brady's forty five or something crazy. But no, no, Brady's forty two. Brady's forty two. Yeah. Sure? No. Let's look. But I'm going to find out. (laughs) He's 43. You're close. His birthday was yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, fuck you. I was going to say it. Drew Brees Uh, is 42. They're one year apart. Copy. But yeah, we should quit talking about Drew. He's he's Uh, not relevant right now. The the Bills do what the the Bills used to do in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I found myself watching Josh Allen be nervous and play exactly like I've seen him play every other year of his career except this one. I was about to say, it looked like wild card Josh Allen last year. Yes, where he is just scattershot, fucking humping and pumping. Skittering about. Just fucking, even his touch passes are sailing. Like, he's zipping it. Like, I saw Cole Beasley snatch one of his passes in, like, the first drive. That had to have come out, like, and broke a fucking finger. It was so hard. And good for Cole Beasley playing with broken, like, a broken femur or something in this game. And in the playoffs. It was like a fibby or a tibby or one of those fucking things. Yeah, it was... What a what a badass for doing that. Um, Yeah, Josh Allen had a really good know. year. He progressed a lot. I think a lot of times when these young quarterbacks play against the Chiefs, there's just this added level of stress of playing against Pat, who they will always you've be You've been talking against. about that. You've, you've been on I that I really before. do. I think when people play the Chiefs, young quarterbacks, when they play the Chiefs, they have, like, some other level of, like, anxiety to play Pat. I think they're intimidated. I think they're intimidated by him and the comparison. They, 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 they know how good he is, and they know that he is the young god. So I don't think Tom Brady's going to have that fucking problem. I don't think Tom Brady's worried about Pat Mahomes. I think Tom Brady's fully confident in himself all the fucking time. Every time he walks into a room, he knows he's the guy. So... Honestly, I found myself not watching parts of that Bills Chiefs game as much as it pains me to say. I did watch no, most. It, it sucks that that was the night game. I wished it was the it was, the Packers. It wasn't box. very interesting in the second half. I, no, so I, I mean, bored. like this fucking Yay, Chiefs, the Chiefs team beat a team. This I mean, the Chiefs, Chiefs are good. <laughs> they're just so fast and so good on offense. It's and like well, let's move past that matchup if we if it doesn't bring us joy, Marie Kondo. Um. Let's yeah, talk about the Super Bowl then. So we have the best to ever do it against the new young killer. And Pat played fairly healthy in that last game to me. I think it's very hard to beat any team that couples Pat's arm with Tyreek's speed and Travis Kelsey's ability to make space in the field and get open. Like, Kelsey's unrealistically good at tight end. Like, it, in terms of, like, finding an opening in that 
zone or in man doesn't matter he finds the opening when pat is making time in the pocket and getting outside the pocket and he's like always their guy you know what i mean oh absolutely i, I mean go ahead sorry the match i mean it would no there's not it's just it's just two titans i mean like that matchup alone is so flashy it's so flashy for a game quarterback quarterback matchups are so, are so interesting because they 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 truly can't affect one another like on the field the fuck was that? Holy shit, that scared me. Are you on porn? Oh. No, it's NFL.com, but dude, like, the yeah, whooshing dude, noise? I thought it, it was a cat that was hissing? It does Holy pop-ups. Fuck. I told you, that happened to me earlier oh, in the season. so scary. But anyways. Oh, so scary. But, uh, no, I mean, like, it, it's just not... We'll leave it. Fuck it. People know what this is. Yeah, Luke uh, doesn't watch scary movies. That's been, a, that's been a constant... As long as we've been, I'm friends. only just now trying to. I've been dipping my toes into it the last uh, like year or two. It's a whole genre, man. But it is. But um, talk to me more about your thoughts on the Super Bowl. Well, I've been betting against the the Buccaneers sometimes. Sometimes, like one time I took them. One time I took Green Bay. Obviously, um, here's what it comes down to. I'm really impressed with this Buccaneers defense, and I don't know how oh, you're supposed nice. to match up against the Chiefs. I don't know who could feasibly do it, but I think if there's a team that was going to out of the Green Green Bay and the Buck the Bucks to put pressure on Pat, it's the Bucks. And I think if they can disguise some blitzes and get Devin White running free and get Levante David on him, I think they have the speed and tenacity to, to potentially disrupt the game. I think the Super Bowl this big this big venue all that adrenaline. I've I, I tend to pick young teams. Now I it's funny I say that because the Buccaneers are not young on offense, <laughs> but their defense is young. And I also know that the Chiefs are young. So my thing is this I think the Buccaneers have a better defense than the Chiefs. And I I mean it's pretty close. I think Honey Badger's really good. I think Chris Jones is better than any of their defensive linemen. I think uh look the Sneed guy who's a rookie for the Chiefs, the corner is playing really, really well this year. But I think there's a very real chance the Buccaneers make some game changing plays on defense. And I think Tom Brady will play like he does in these big moments. And I think it's weird, but I think it's kind of hard to bet against the Buccaneers. No, as I much think you're as right. I, I mean, like, like the Chiefs. The clutch. Like, I like the Chiefs in this you know, game, but I really have a hard time picking against the Bucs right now. There was a time when the the Chiefs of today, uh, you know, were the Pats of yesterday. Where when the Pats go in as like you know big time like Titans and stuff, um, they've been knocked off. They got knocked off by the Giants a couple times uh, when they were the big bad team, and the Giants, you know, were a wild card team at least one of those years. And now th- there's a weird role re- role reversal where Tom is kind of maybe potentially on paper an underdog in the Super Bowl, dude. It's just like... It is weird. It, it, it's it's almost unfathomable. And to me, I don't think there's a, a, a man a man alive that can touch him when Super Bowl Sunday rolls around. I think he's going to play lights the fuck out. I'm not saying Pat won't. Pat did. He won a Super Bowl last year. He's tw- fucking 25 and has done more than some, some players do in, you know, fucking a lifetime. Two lifetimes. Three. Like, this guy is, a, a, is unlike anything we've ever seen. But this Bucks defense who... I just have not been giving the time of day to for some reason or had no clue until I was opened on, like, eyes open on a, on a big stage. 
they just took down, well, several good quarterbacks, but, you know, the most valuable player in the league. And if they can do that, they can potentially do that to Pat as well. Especially a Pat who's been dealing with nagging, lingering injuries. Um, so if you want to do a comparison, Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, McCole Hardman, superstars, all fast. Pretty fucking comparable skill set to Mike Evans, Godwin, and I mean Scotty Miller's not as good as any of those, but he is fast. What other wide receivers do they have? Solid. Scotty Miller is is the is fucking. Oh, Antonio Brown is who they had, but he's been hurt. Sorry. Yeah, but Scotty Miller is Brady's new like Welker and shit. It is. He loves him. All I'm saying is that the comparisons of talent, though different, like skill sets, fast on one side tall and fucking box out ability on the other with Mike Evans. You know what I mean? Both of those groups of receivers are very talented edge chiefs, but it's not like the bucks are that much worse. Then you go to tight end and you have Gronkowski and Kelsey. Kelsey's obviously better, especially at this point in his career, but Gronk is not that much farther down the, the rook. You know what I mean? Um, running backs well, and much like playoff Lenny, like Gronk has really been coming alive. <laughs> True. And running backs, you have Edwards Elaire and Le'Veon, and then on the other ticket, you've got Ronald Jones and a Leonard Fournette who is beast moding in the playoffs. So I don't think there's really that much separating, as much as like other teams had a steep separation be- in skill sets. Um and oh yeah, compared to the Chiefs, skill yeah, positions no. compared to the Chiefs. Well, and you talk about the psychology of like people comparing themselves to fucking Mahomes. You think people on the Chiefs aren't going to be thinking that about Tom Brady? Oh yeah, I think that's absolutely. And I think that is something that people don't talk about enough is the mentality of the quarterback going into the game with the situation he's presented. And I think when young quarterbacks play Pat, they have that um, measuring contest. You know what I mean? Dick measuring whatever you want to fucking say. And I think people have the same kind of intimidation factor when they play Tom Brady, maybe even like emasculating a little bit because Tom Brady's going to come out there and fuck you up and he's going to scream super fucking screechy loud. Yeah! Every time he fucking throws a deep pass on you and you're like, holy fuck, this guy's won how many Super Bowls? And now we're giving him the ball back after kicking a field goal? Six for nine, gonna be could be seven for ten, correct? Right. That's all I'm saying. Like you're absolutely right. I think people don't talk about the psychology of the players enough. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I think most storylines are gonna be talking about the Super Bowl. We're gonna be talking about the Super Bowl. Um, it's coming up, the most holy of of football holidays, and who will hoist host hoist the Lombardi a certain, Trophy? A certain. Uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's we'll just, find out. It's a very cool situation to have the greatest of all time go against the new guy who's supposed to like take his place as the face of the NFL. Which I mean, Pat in many ways already I mean, is. But a I mean, Tom champ and an MVP at twenty five, and he's yeah. I mean, Tom's reminding everyone that like, hey, I can literally do this wherever I want. Potentially, I'm still that good. It's like Jordan versus LeBron or some shit. It really is. It is. It's and not a stretch. It's dude, it's fucking insane that like he just went to another team in Florida, which was admittedly set up really well for him to succeed, and then just sure. fucking took them to the Super Bowl. When's the last time they to went the with Super Gruden? Bowl. They went with Gruden. Brad Johnson is the only 
uh, Buccaneers quarterback to have a Super Bowl ring. He's going to be maybe joined by Tom Brady. It's probably the one stat Brad Johnson has on Tom Brady is that he's the only Buccaneers quarterback with a right, Super Bowl. Right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, that shit was crazy. That was, that was you know, I'm pretty sure Brad Johnson and Warwick Dunn and Keyshawn Johnson and Joe Juravicious and, like, uh, just a, just an awesome Gruden uh, coach squad, and I, I really dug that. And, and beat the Raiders. This is a very different Buccaneers team. Uh, the Way only different. thing the same is that it's the same franchise, you know? Um, but I, I think, and, well, and the uniforms, because they went back to those uniforms. Have they have um, they stated how big the crowd size is going to be? I assume it's going to be fairly full. No, but, well, I don't think it'll be fairly full. It's I, Florida. I think it'll be and- whatever they've... Yeah, but they've had however many fans they've had at Raymond James or whatever uh, the Buccaneers have been playing is probably the same amount they will have because like they've they've had fans the whole time, right? I think they were one of the teams that did the whole time, yeah. Yeah, so I think it'll probably just be the same. Uh, I mean, somebody's got to be there to watch the weekend do the Pepsi halftime show. Dude, there's a lot of commercials for that. It's. Uh, I mean, I love the weekend so much. I do but, too. And, I remember and, 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 talking to somebody as an aside early in the military about the weekend when he was just blowing up and i'm like yeah drake put him on he's from canada and they're like no he didn't i'm like what i'm like yeah like he featured in a, like drake songs on take care and stuff when he was like really up and coming and he's like that and the guy's like that's not true like i'm like all right uh, <laughs> all right man. Uh, obviously okay. that guy was a musical aficionado yeah i'm like sorry that was a quick aside but it's a very exciting it's very exciting storylines like obviously Aaron versus Pat, the all-state duo, that would be kind of fucking cool storylines. They have similar skill sets, but like literally like the passing of the torch from the greatest in the face of the NFL to the new. Um, but Could that happen. passing of the torch yeah. isn't necessarily going to happen. It might be way to fucking year, bud. I'm still the best. So I'm we'll, excited to see it. We'll There's jerk a lot off of- and deep dive and, and blow our Super Bowl wad on, our, on the episode next week. What I want to do is get into some goss with you. Goss. Um, Let's. You uh, know, do you want to we, talk about Wheeler from the Seahawks? Yeah, I mean, if I mean, absolutely. If if you feel uh, inclined to, I don't. I don't even want to give the guy the time of day. But I understand being the media that this show technically is, it might be important to do so. If you're not aware of it. From what little I do know, Chad Wheeler, offensive lineman for the Seahawks, brutally beat his significant other um, and, like, left her there and then went and, like, continued eating his dinner. And then when she got up, he said, oh, you're still alive after, like, choking her and beating her. Um, There's images. Don't look them up. Just know this happened. Just know the Seahawks waved him. And also just know that if he was black, everyone would know was His contract was up. The, oh, cool. The Seahawks so, were like, well, we're not going to bring him back. Great. The Seahawks didn't do anything noble. No, I didn't even know that. But, there you go. So, no, yeah, obviously, the Seahawks if, didn't do anything noble. If he was black, it would be all over. Everyone would know about it. It didn't seem like it was necessarily swept under the rug, but it definitely wasn't like a Ray Rice headline type of deal. And that was a lot of it's the It's not, but I mean, like, made. there was. There was a video of, I mean, when talking about if we, I don't know about this being a black white issue just because, like, didn't, wasn't there a video of Tyreek Hill kicking his pregnant girlfriend in the stomach or some shit? And, like, he didn't, like, I feel like he did, he, people 
fucking they've swept that like they love Tyree kill the media is like oh Tyree kills so impressive like it's not a it's not a Ray Rice thing where he was out of the league like Correct. obviously you're right you're right he's um, more, it, you know I, what I'm saying like it's just I, so I, I, I don't know what the pick or choose process is and I don't know if it's just a matter of where we are in the world it's unacceptable every single time I hope I'm not coming off any other way it's, well it's there's a violence there's I'm just, just saying, a violence like, people pick in and the choose. NFL yeah you're right there's a violence problem I mean when you have these hyper masculine like individuals their whole life is going to battle like they need in their a lot of their uh ego is probably predicated on control via force so when you William's have these got a lot of mental health issues that need to get worked out um I mean, he needs help I, like and i heard he about needs something be... that went down when he was at usc where i'm like how did this guy continue to get to play football like chad wheeler when he had like yeah what happened i didn't read that it was like he had some other like violent incident at USC where he had to get like taken down by cops with like beanbag rounds because like he was like disobeying orders and like being like loud and crazy and like like they they said don't move and he like ran in and back out of the place and all this crazy shit and was well, he's like, like a fucking I don't know. he's an offensive lineman NFL body he's huge like I don't mm-hmm. I don't yeah think and I just it, <laughs> that beanbags are excessive like, force to take a person down of that i'm stature. not oh i'm not calling it excessive force. right right i'm right. just saying no i'm just saying like he's had he had incidents in the past and it's it's sad that like things couldn't get dealt with then because now there's like victims other than himself and it's unacceptable so um yeah i don't think he'll be in the football the national football league anymore um i hope not and and you know hopefully due process is done I um, really that's not do what think... I meant when I was talking about Goss because I wouldn't have been like humorous about such a such an such a situation. I was right. talking about like Deshaun Watson Goss. Yeah. just to be okay. clear, everybody. Yeah, that was morbid, but it did need to be the topic did need to be broached, in my opinion. Oh um, no, totally. No, it's important if we're going to talk about all the other issues we got. I mean, it'd be weird not to. It's a it's a big story and it's a big deal and it's it's pathetic. You know what I mean? Like, there's not very many. I mean, there's you know, disgusting, like a lot of, a lot of words we could, we could use for it. But the fact of the matter is it's just, it's just unacceptable. I will say before we jump to the more fun, cool perspective news, what, uh, what could the NFL do to prevent these kind of things from happening? Cause it's, it's a, it's a yearly occurrence where there's violence from players, especially against the NFL picks and chooses what they take stands on. Like, you know, uh, it's so they would have to take a stand. The NFL would have to, to actually punish somebody like, like Adrian Peterson got, got like put on a list when he like beat his kid and like was, was like in trouble. And I think Ray Rice was like in trouble and like put on a list and stuff, but well, more um, than more than you know, just... like Josh Gordon's blackballed from the league because he can't pass like weed tests, like which like, is weird because they're uh, very Colin very Kaepernick's very blackballed from the league weed. over stuff that like you know what I mean, like like uh, stuff that sounds ridiculous in in the era we're in now. Like it's just it, it you never know you never know what the NFL is going to decide to speak out on. Like they're they're kind of just like they're not they're far from the best when it comes to, to like in terms of like pro- professional sports organizations uh, are concerned. You're absolutely like, right. I, Let I, me ask I you think, this. I think the NBA and the NBA is always the model. I think everybody should strive to be the NBA. Do you think Colin Kaepernick even wants to play in the NFL? Oh no, not anymore. I mean, it's over and like, he doesn't need it. Oh, I mean, like, and, like, I mean, in the them. last, like, like no, I like, mean, in the last like three or four years when he was like, talk, I don't think he has wanted to play. 
at all. And that's not to say that the NFL was correct in what they did. They're not. But at the same time, and as much respect as I give him for his civil rights efforts, I also don't think that he wants to play in the NFL and hasn't wanted to for a while. And I think a lot sure of these like, workout things were mostly just to keep uh, his platform of civil rights like in the news. I think he was doing it to keep up the news. I don't think he has any interest in playing in the NFL. That's that just my be. take. I mean, I, I don't. That could be, and I think that um, whatever he decided to do and whatever he's doing and has been doing would be far more valuable than probably being a backup, a great backup, or maybe even getting a crack of starting for a bit in the NFL. Like, I mean, like that ship's that ship sailed, and the stuff he's doing is so much bigger than this, so it's not a big deal. I think you're right; he doesn't really care at this point. But you know, it's not that he couldn't. And at the time, when things were going down, of course he wanted to. Like he definitely wanted to. Yeah, so, I mean, mostly I mean, in like, the last now few years, when he was doing like, the now workouts. he's huge. Correct. Right. Like, yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah. So let's it, get to the just, juiciness. <laughs> Deshaun Watson uh, has officially requested a trade from the Texans uh, hours after they hired their 65-year-old head coach, David Cully, my Cully buddy, my Cuddy buddy. Um. Yeah, who the fuck is Loving he? It. Have you ever even heard of him? He's been around. Yeah, he's been around forever. He's been on. Uh, like, oh, he's been he's been around the block. I think they were just saying his first gig in the NFL was as a uh, receivers coach in like 1994 for like the Bucks or something. Uh, he's never been a head coach, but he's been he's been around and a coach in waiting for a while. And and it's cool that he's getting this job. It's cool he's finally getting his shot. He is the oldest uh, the oldest head coach ever to make his debut as a head coach. Whoa. Um, so it's not really uh, – I don't know the, about the foresight on that decision, especially when a lot of things are about to be in flux uh, in that organization. But, hey, the Texans are a, a, a garbage organization. So Well, dude, you know, they were the worst – they were by far the worst job opening with, like, no draft picks – a quarterback that doesn't want to play for you. Your best defensive player doesn't like the team or this or what you guys are doing. Um, but one cool thing, they did get Lovey Smith as the defensive coordinator. That's kind of cool. I mean, seeing cool. him back in the Here's, NFL. You know, and, I, and, you know, devil's advocate, man, I don't know if that's necessarily true, though, because um, they are going to deal Deshaun, and they are going to get some danky danky for it like they're gonna get some so while it may not be an attractive destination uh for free agents right now no uh they are gonna get something they're gonna get some dough they're gonna get draft picks and like if they pull their head out of their ass they won't but if they pull their head out of their ass like there there's gonna be a like whatever deal happens is gonna be nice like nice dude for deshaun like they kind of get to do whatever they want, and there's like nine openings or something. Like, there's a lot of teams that are open for quarterbacks right now. Matt Stafford's out right now too, and like, wh- like you know, he's gonna knock one of those out as well. But like, the carousel th- is, is gonna, gonna be, be so everybody's much gonna fun. be fucking fawning over him. Oh my god, fawning over him, and wherever he chooses, they're gonna like fucking. The Texans are going to be in a fine spot too. Dealing away that massive contract is going to be good for them. Like, yeah. Well, they're gonna be also so- they're gonna get fucking high picks because of it picks they sorely need like you just see what i'm saying no i know what you're saying i'm talking about taking the job right now knowing that though you will deal to sean watson you're gonna have a huge fucking dead cap from him this year um 
Mm-hmm. What other building blocks do they have other than the unknown of the bounty that they're going to receive? Because, I mean, though they will get a bounty Just of picks, JJ. they will get... It's nice to have JJ in the building. They have JJ. They've got Laramie Tunsil, a tackle, who they traded a fuckload to get. They have nobody at receiver of note, in my opinion. And, yes, I know that they have well, your they Notre They need Dame a different boy. owner. So that's that's correct, the real problem. Correct, correct. I mean, like, they need a new owner. Like, you, I'm can, just, you can keep changing all these Band-Aids. It's crazy. The only team that, like, I mean, the Jets weren't the most appetizing opening, but they have the second pick in the draft. And, like, to link these together, there's been speculation of him going to the Jets. I don't think he'd mind going to the Jets. Yeah, I've I, heard I that. think I that would be fairly smart all. because the Jets will mm-hmm. also, in that in that same ticket, will deal Sam Darnold and get something from him too. So I think the the quarterback carousel is going to be fucking tits this offseason. I think there's going to be it a really lot of movement. Too. Like, what's happening with Dak? Can they even fucking afford to tag that dude again? Some people are talking about Matt Stafford to Dallas. Whoa, whoa, that'd be weird. That'd be very I mean, weird. Is he from I, Texas? If this dude gets a crack. Uh, I mean, he played at Georgia, so I, I can't. Think he's from I don't know, Texas, but it's though. down there, right? Yeah, I, I mean, you'd know better than me. You follow people from their high school recruiting days, but that's my skill set. Um, yeah, totally. I I'm I'm so interested to see this dude who like play with like a different like speaking of I mean just garbage organizations Texans to the to the Lions. Um, two two tasty quarterbacks getting out of shit situations. Uh, one he's from Highland, Highland Park, nearly, Texas. Very well done. Not nearly the appetizer uh, that this uh, having Deshaun Watson on your team could be, but still, uh, if you build around Matt Stafford, that could be super, super. I mean, like it's just intriguing. Like I, I mean, it's it's a Madden esque off season. Everything, every time anything happens in the NFL that isn't like directly regular football on the field, you're like, that's Madden. <laughs> It's just true, dude. No, you're it's right. just true. Like this feels like a video game. That feels like a, it feels like a fictional storyline. There hasn't like, been years. I say where the NFL isn't trading. like the NBA, but like Deshaun is is making in in doing this is is pulling an NBA move. Like he's doing what Harden just did in Houston. Like he's basically like I'm going, and you're gonna get rid of me. I don't want to be here, even though I have all this money t- tied up here and all this other How stuff. How much going to happen? How much are you like in the know about the whole like James Harden showing up? really fat looking like me and then all of a sudden being skinny as fuck when he got dealt did you, uh, know, did you see that fat. he was fat on the rockets but he, the fact of the matter is people said that he would he himself like he, like he was gonna slim down once they were playing you know five games a oh, week or i thought he did that like on purpose to get out of town but i don't follow he it. he probably he probably did uh, that was definitely part of it. He definitely showed up fat and out of shape. He was still dropping like dimes and stuff and still putting up numbers. But yeah, I mean, he completely like said, like, I mean, like in his, in so many words told them all the fuck off. And, and it was like so tense, unbelievably tense. Not ne- I mean like the tension with the Texans is real, but it's not like what it was with Harden because they were like playing and like everybody hated him. Like everybody likes Deshaun on, you know what I mean? Like it was just crazy. The, I don't um, think anybody uh, on but, the Texans even fucking blame him for what he's doing. No, no, of course so, not. Of course not. And that's my, and I, that's, that's not my limit. No, no, no. Let me ask you about this because that's the other thing is everybody's keeps throwing this around. Like, like, Oh, well you better make Deshaun happy with this trade because obviously something's going on there. And obviously like he could tell some stories and it's like, what does that mean? Like, what's the story? Is that, like, they're a racist organization? We've already seen hints of that. That wouldn't shock me. But, like, what is this, like, 
like using that as a bargaining chip. Do you think there's all this crazy fucked up shit that's happened that's happened behind the scenes that we can't even fathom? Just for the Texans in general? Yes, because that's what everybody keeps saying. All the analysts um, on ESPN and everybody keeps saying like, yeah, I don't know. You better make him happy because he, uh, you know, there's obviously a culture problem there and obviously things have been happening. So, and I'm like, well, what's the stories then? Like if that's, if something so egregious happened, like shouldn't Deshaun have like said that specifically anyways? I, I'm just, you um, know what I mean? Yeah. I haven't heard that yet. You're the one that watches all the wake up uh, and it, like NFL shows. I'm plugged into ESPN. Great. It's it's my it's part of my daily that's, routine. That's your that's your skill. Um, my thing is, if that's the case, I regurgitating feel like, takes from prof- paid professionals. I don't mean yeah, that. I don't mean skill. that in a, pa- in a patronizing way. Um, it's true. It's true though. I I. It seems to me that the guy that would speak up would be JJ in that organization. Um, and like, I feel like JJ, him, him apologizing to Deshaun knowing they were mic'd and stuff was kind of speaking up. That was like a kind of like, but I hear you. I'm not sure. I think wherever Bill, uh, Bill O'Brien goes, there is drama and not of the good kind. I think Bill, 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 I think Bill, Bill, Bill Bill O'Brien, the football guy, Bill, 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 Bill was good at Penn State. Yeah. They had Hackenberg. Couldn't Hackenberg his way into the fucking starting role in the NFL. Couldn't hack it. Saquon the the Nittany Lion. Dude, Saquon. Bill, uh, Bill. We had a whole year w- with basically without Saquon and Christian McCaffrey. You know how much that sucks? I can't. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey is like, he's 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 dinged up every year. Like, what year are we in his career? Is this going to keep happening? Well, he didn't have that happen last year. He fucking destroyed the league. Okay. But I think he's year four. Yeah, I hey, I, but you know, I was worried Dalvin would be hurt forever, and he had a, he busted off, so he busted off rounds, sprayed banana clips, knocking um, pounds off him like Anna Nicole Smith. Shit, we'll have lots of time to to gossip about Deshaun. It's just one of my favorite things moving forward, and it's gonna things are gonna get juicier. Everybody's like, get the fuck out. Andre Johnson is like that organization sucks, and Dude, fucking, a lot you know of people DeAndre are Hopkins fucking feels about that organization. Uh, like, oh my god, and. Andre Johnson doesn't talk shit. You know what I mean? No. Unless like, it's Cortland he, Finnegan and he Well, no, you. it wasn't even that. He he just wasn't suffering fools. You know what I mean? Like, his Cortland Sutton was the one that was doing it. Wait, Cortland Finnegan was that his name? Yeah, I think it was Finnegan. Did, did I say Sutton? Did you say Sutton? You did. Oh. No. Cortland Sutton, I think, is a wide receiver. Anyway... I think it was much more the cornerback chirping and then him just like, I'm not taking this anymore. I'm going to bust this dude's fucking head and notice that sure. he did it with his fist and his body and not by taking that guy's helmet off and trying to kill him with it. Um, yes, yeah, that's a good point. So I think we hit on most of the coaching hires last week. Did I, if not Nick Sirianni. Yeah. I mean, we're going to bite their kneecaps. Soon we'll we take another him. hunk out of them. All right. We got, Michael yeah, but Ford dude, you did not also... tell me how fucking mental that was, that that uh, that press conference really was. I had no concept until I watched it after we recorded, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Well, if I were the Lions, have... I'd fire that man. I would have put like a all teams hiring like like hiring head coaches after that Lions hire should be like, we're gonna do a one week trial period where if you say something fucking weird in the press conference, we can say never mind, like a lemon law. Yeah, I, I mean, God knows the Jets could have done that with Adam Gase. He was a fucking weirdo in there in his uh, dude. He presser. had weird little alien eyes during his pressers. Weird so eyes, man. It looked Campbell, like he had fake eyes painted on his eyelids, and he was asleep. 
Yes, the, the Dan Campbell experience is going to be intimate to us because we're going to be playing them twice a year, and we're going to be seeing him mm-hmm. on the sidelines and seeing his postgame pressers. Yeah, um, yeah. I wonder yeah, Matt how Patricia had no flavor, and they like he was like Matt Patricia is the most vanilla fuck, and then you bring in this wide-eyed dude who looks like he just got in a bar fight with a meth head <laughs> and like speaking I, of I matt know, patricia man. that puss cake went straight back to the fucking patriots <laughs> yeah i mean i would i'd be like oh that wasn't very fun i want to go back like, to like i bill, am bill, gonna, bill i'm gonna bill 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 i am gonna make detroit the patriots and all the players are like yo you're a pussy and he's <laughs> we, like I am going now. back to the Patriots because I am not <laughs> a strong enough man to con- to to change a locker room because I all well, I Bill did... O'Brien God no the well, Bill O'Brien yours. went to the te- went to the Texans and was like we are the Patriots now <laughs> I just don't get why that has to be the thing like I, mean, I understand yes, well yeah I do because that's that's literally all Logical. they know but like how do you not like how do you see all of these people from Bill Belichick's tree fucking fail and like see them go into a room full of adults and try to treat these adults as if they're rookies that need to listen to every fucking word they say? Like, dude, the reason why the Patriots are doing it is because Tom Brady played it well enough to make them Super Bowl winners early in uh, Belichick and his tenure. And then they drafted their players or they got veterans that wanted to come to that kind of bought-in program. They built that from the ground up and then they had it every year instilled into their players. You don't just fucking take a fucking coach, put him you in a new organization. In you don't just create it. Es- you are them. Yeah, yeah, especially yeah. an authoritarian culture. Because it's not an authoritative. It's, it's authoritarian under yeah, them. Because fuck off. Yeah, because fuck off. Like these are grown ass men who are getting paid fucking king's ransoms. I don't so, like. I I, I just don't you. get how I'm that so is. To, are you trying to I'm outro to us? To Am I so. holding you back? No, not at all. Did you just say I'm tired of talking under your breath? I'm sorry. I thought you said I'm tired of talking. No, I did not. I said I said I look forward to like talking about. I was gonna talk. Oh about the my bad. Carousel. I thought like, I thought you were like I know I'm all tired. the head I'm coaching tired of talking. spots. <laughs> All the, no, not at all. All the head coaching spots are full, but like I'm super intrigued to see how their first years go. No, I was fucking boom roasting Matt Patricia. Fuck Matt Patricia. Open your ears, jackass. Cake. Yeah. Um, is there any other coaching things that happened that are noteworthy? Sean Desai got promoted to the Bears defensive coordinator. Cool, cool. Oh, I, I do want to hit on this because obviously I listen to a lot of the journalists that cover the Bears podcasts as well. And... There's been them, they're speculating potentially that the Bears are going to be big players this offseason in the quarterback carousel. But I've heard them speculating about Deshaun Watson. Two things. Oh, I don't, I don't think Deshaun Watson wants to fucking play for the Bears. A. And, and that's what like, you've said on here. And B, what quarterback wants to go play for the Bears? Like, why would you want to? Like, really? And I'm a Bears fan. Why would because... you want to play quarterback for them? Because if you are the quarterback that wins, uh, like wins for the the Bears, like if you are the one, you are forever legend. Just like every single eighty-five Bear is forever legend, even if it's just in that city. Like you are forever. So it's the same. It's it's not quite the same as being like wanting to go into a say a New York and and be like a, a legend. Like you know what I mean. But it's it's definitely like. 
right. I, I mean, I, under, dude, I understand. The Bears, there's that kind of organization where, you know, what I what if I Jay Cutler would have been the guy. No, go ahead. No, you're exactly right. Sorry to cut you off. I that was maybe too broad. What I because you're right, and I think that's applicable. Honestly, because people, t- I mean, Jim McMahon is still the man for the, for Chicago, even I if think, he's a nobody. You know, right? And that's that's specific to the Bears, but also I think the same could be said about a couple other organizations. Like if you go to the Browns and you win a sure. like you're you're forever. Who's doing so? It. Like totally. What narrowing it down of the teams he could go to? Why would you want to walk into the Bears' current situation? What Good about running that? back? Mm, okay. Khalil Mack on the defense. Um, I don't like the coach, so he Neither wouldn't go. But yeah, like he would, he would never, he's never going to play for that dumbass. So, okay, sorry, so Matt, Matt Nagy, I, I mean, Matt, dumbass. Yeah. Dude, say what you do, say it because Matt Nagy can't cater a fucking offense to a skill set to save his life. So maybe they're going to hope that well, since Deshaun they just Watson would not is get along. Tr- they won't because Matt. Na- I mean, maybe yeah. I, I've heard players like Nagy, so who knows? And he was a former quarterback. I just mean this: you have a fucking lame duck coaching staff and GM because they're in what is essentially their like last throw, their last fucking chance at doing anything for the Bears. I don't know why they even got this chance. The they have no cap. They're ten million dollars un- like over the cap. Their defense play underwhelmed like fuck last year and is full of aging veterans. They're going to lose Allen Robinson, probably, unless they tag him. And if they do that, then who are they going to get rid of? To get Deshaun Watson, they're going to have to trade a fuckload of future assets and current assets draft capital-wise. Unless they bundle like Khalil Mack. So, like, why would you even want to go to that situation? Because even if you play well and, like, win the Super Bowl year one, they're going to have to get rid of a fuckload of the players anyway and, like, rebuild. That team is crash course destined for a rebuild next year almost no matter what so like you can be a big player in the fucking quarterback market bears but what really is the case is you let ryan pace rat fuck this whole situation and then now you have a coach who doesn't know how to fucking coach who's apparently an offensive guru and your only bet is to bet on a fucking rookie who doesn't cost money that's the only way hunk out of him all right all right very well um, I think the only chance we have is to take another shot at a rookie quarterback, which they're probably going to have to trade up for anyway. And what I didn't want to see was the Bears fucking brass hold on to the same GM and coaching staff and give them another shot at quarterbacks. Because guess what quarterbacks Ryan Pace has been infatuated with? Marcus Mariota, Carson Wentz, and Mitch Trubisky. And let me tell you something about these three guys. They weren't the ones. Carson no. Wentz was arguably no. for like a small so and he also paid big money for ostrich of the of the century Mike Glennon so like Glennon. why the fuck are you giving this he guy likes quarterbacks that quarterback? make big money for no reason yeah he has bad taste in, in quarterback talent is as true as it as true as it could be you know what I mean so I don't know if you want to save this for later but like do you even want to speculate no. on what team would be best for Deshaun or like what do you what team you think will get Deshaun because I don't think there's any chance that they they call his bluff and try to keep him there I don't think there's any shot no he he's not it'll never happen he's gone but um yeah I think I could see it being the Jets I could see it being the Jets that that's I think that's my Dolph Lundgren's the Dolphins 
I think the Dolphins stay with Tua. Ooh. I mean, you gotta let that you gotta let that play out. I understand. You don't, you don't have Watson. to. No, I mean, you don't we've have seen to, what happens with the will. Josh Rosen experiment, and then you get your guy. He's not Josh Rosen, though. Like I, I would argue Tua is not Josh Rosen. Uh, like he's well, not. He's not. He's not. He's not rookie of the year either. But he's not Josh Rosen. He's not. I, I, in my opinion, I, we, I guess we'll know that after next year, frankly. But I think that they have some eggs in that Tua basket, and they're, uh, they're not ready to, to, to pivot. Even if it is Deshaun, who is, you know, a fucking talent. I think the Jets are the most likely destination. Um, It'd be so sweet. They were talking about it too, and I didn't realize this about taxes. The big swagoo was talking about this. Like, we're in Texas. All that dough he got paid, he he keeps most of it because of income tax in in the state. But, like, in New York, he would lose, like, half that dough because of taxes. And I'm like, shit, man. Correct. I don't know if I'd want to go to the Jets. But, I mean, Jesus Christ, if you end up being a big quarterback for the Jets, it becomes you and Joe Willie Namath. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's pretty good fucking shoulders to stand next to. What about the Broncos? Nice. I hate the Broncos quarterback Drew Locke, so You really do. You're such you're you're such a hater of Drew Locke and his shitty footwork. Bad footwork, but uh yeah, they'd have to they'd have to update their uniforms for somebody as swaggy as Deshaun to go, because I'm kinda sick of these nineteen ninety eight uniforms. But you know, other than that I'd like the I'd like the fit. I mean it would be like another story of them fucking cherry picking an amazing free agent quarterback and then making a run again potentially like with Peyton Manning so I'd, I'd super be interested interested didn't John Elway just like re- like reduce his role or move to a different position and within yes, the organization he did and so that's keep probably his, keep his crazy fingerprints off yeah he has an infatuation with ridiculously tall quarterbacks that don't play well this has been NFL Mayo I'm Luke I'm Aiden and We'll have one more week. We can talk a little bit more, yeah. and then we have the Super Bowl. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be at the Mobius pop up during the Super Bowl, so you're really gonna have to do coverage. I mean, I'm gonna watch the Super Bowl if that's what you're saying. I love tall quarterbacks when I recruit on video games. I'm okay, looking for, so I'm looking for quarterbacks that are like six seven, man. Let's let's outro real quick by talking about NCAA football fourteen because we're both playing it religiously. Um, this is what everybody wanted. A couple a couple points before I talk about my dynasty. Um, is NCAA fourteen <laughs> pro- like potentially the least racist game of all time? Because uh, how do those you re- those recruits? You'll see some very Afrocentric names for a very small white running back. And you will see a clear 50, 50 um, divide on white and black secondary players. So like I'm fielding teams with completely white secondaries, which is almost never the case in a power five college. It was um, Canton high school. <laughs> yeah. My, my kickers are almost always black. Like in these things statistically aren't, yeah, aren't yeah. being that's, borne that's out cool. like in actual college football. And I kind of like that. 
I like that they're well, like in let's more not ways make it. than let's just 50-50 everything. Totally. Like, well, in more ways than one, the game's ahead of its time. Like, I am, st- I'm like marveling at the features still that are dead and dormant now. Like, is the website they took down on some of the stuff. Like, you could, I can't even believe that, like, you could, we had the opportunity to, you know, like, it was mind blowing enough when you could start exporting draft classes and then you could k- take your Road to Glory player and, and, and do the enter it into uh, Madden and do, like, the My Player on there and stuff. Um, all that's amazing. But the fact that you could like, they gave you the opportunity to be like a fucking full on writer. The stuff that like is our dreams, like where you could like create and write your own storylines online, like with your own photos, like fucking like team builder alone. The feature is nuts where like, not only could you go in and create every single fucking like facet of a team down to like the logo from your own fucking JPEG, but like even in high school, like you could go and like, you can go through your high school schedule and customize all those teams too. You can get on and, cr- and write your own articles and headlines. You can go on. And I like did fucking, not like, know that. I did not know you could write do, your own. Look at the, I didn't know that either until I look at the pause, like your loading screens when you're, when you're playing. Cause I only saw this the other night. Well, I haven't um, played. They keep uh, pitching di- it. It's like I story have, builder. I've only been playing dynasty is probably part of my issue. I haven't played the, Oh, I have not well, made I did, a character. I did my while. young, right. I made my young right quarterback for Air Force, and I was balling out. But then I like hadn't played Dynasty yet, so I got really like, oh, I need to play some Dynasty. And then I like, I'm like, fourteen years into this Dynasty right now. Yeah, are you simming? Are you simming some games? Oh yeah, I like it. I kind of like it better that way when I'm playing for the recruiting aspect, just because like I do that as well. I'll go into games and play drives here and there, but I would like to see like. I would rather like, and and also I've been doing this. This whole thing's a long con to get the Notre Dame head coaching gig, so so it's, it's been a I, it's a long wait. I played four years at Cincinnati, and I won three national titles. One year I lost two games, and then I went to Tennessee for one year. I almost took the USC job in year three, and I should have. Um, went to Tennessee, won a natty with ten- Tennessee, number one recruiting class. Ditched them for Notre Dame. I saw Notre Dame popped up, and I'm like. This is mm. a a gonna piss off Luke potentially or make him like upset, and then B I'm not turning that job down. Won a national title with them, um, made their quarterback legendary. First one since 1988. And then the next year, kid you not, Ohio State's job popped up, and I'm like, oh, mamacita. So I took oh. that. I looked. Guess so. So when you take a job, you're dumped right into the recruiting with like however many points you have in the off season yeah, to try to fill that. out a class. Yeah. Guess how many commits Ohio state had? How many? One. And it was a two star. Oh. And I'm like, Oh my oh. God, they have no one. And then I got, I ended up signing like 10 more people in that little chunk. But I looked, dude, their team was like barren of talent when I took over. And luckily I signed like fucking three, five star wide receivers. Cause they were high on them at the end. Um, my guy has auto commit maxed out. So I sometimes get commits instantly. Um, which that's very helpful. Cause then you don't have to fucking worry about anything like recruiting them. But I am in the, the very like end of my first season with Ohio state. I ended up having to sign a Juco junior quarterback just to take the reins because our best quarterback was like 65 overall on Ohio state. And I'm like, Ugh. fuck. So I got like an 80 overall junior small quarterback who's they a really scrambler. They really went to the dogs in your franchise world. Or your I think it's world. because I played to Cincinnati and took all of the talent from Ohio. 
Oh, that's smart. You really fucking... And they're still see, good. I, I went to the South. Like, I was Old Dominion, and then I was fucking Vanderbilt, and and Notre Dame still doesn't want me, so now I'm Stanford, and I'm I really don't get bored. That. So, like, I don't know what to do. You might just need Notre to Dame start a new one. Notre Dame doesn't want me. They re their dude. I know, because, like... Notre Dame went fucking. I'm telling you, dude. They went like six and seven or something, and they and they still rehired their coach. Sounds on year, like Notre like, Dame. That's what I told Taylor. <laughs> um, dude. So one last thing. Guess how many touchdowns my quarterback threw in one game? Hit me. Just throw a number out there. Eleven. Twelve. Oh and my you know god. How it, do you know how it happened? I played Indiana, wow. and they were like very bad, but my defense kept getting turnovers, and I'm like. Fuck it. If the, if the game's gonna if this is if this is how the game's gonna roll, I'm gonna do it because I have a hard time putting up like seven touchdowns most of the time. Seven's sure. like I mean, a dude, lot it's, for it's me. A, I think it's a tough game. Like uh, the gameplay is is still uh, holds up like crazy. Um, it's good. I'm dude, doing Shark a, Wheel. I, I decided that Shark Wheel is the number dude, one play. Mm, I'm a four verticals, but. Uh, that's because I'm always running that Notre Dame spread. My my route to Notre Dame now is I, I'm doing a, a defensive end uh, road to glory, and it's fucking so challenging. Like Either I was insanely good uh, when I did that D-tackle for Hawaii back in the day when you lived with me, or like insanely patient. I have no idea. Well, but are you like in high school still? Yeah, I'm still in high school. That's why. I but think it's like, and I'm it's, getting close to getting to the enough recruiting points to get to big schools, but it is so hard. So it's arguably harder to do anything playing in the high school setting to get into college. And then once you get into college, um, you, your, your skill points go up so quick. And oh, then when point, you were two things, when you were playing, your D tackle was from Hawaii one, you're closer so to the quarterback. I was playing against dog shit offensive yeah. linemen. You were yeah. playing against bad linemen, A, but you were also closer to the quarterback, which when you're that good in this game makes it easier. And I think you've noticed this, but how broken the dive button is. Yeah, you, you can that? slide forever and, and like, yeah. You can like, dive from the edge ankle. of the – you can like – you can dip the edge as a D end and just press dive. And a lot of times you'll like – fly through the air and fucking clip the dude's leg and make him spin three times and get the sack. It's satisfying. Satisfying I like as it. hell. I'm, I'm I like it a lot. It. So it's really challenging, but I'm excited to to get back to that and, and, and select my school. So I, I, hope, might... I hope everybody wanted a little dose of what yeah. we're playing on Xbox 360, even though it's the year 2021, but fuck off. It's just the way we feel. Right. It's going to be that way. The off season is probably going to get really video gamey on this show. There's a lot to talk about. Maybe we talk about Star Wars too. Who knows? This or- has been. <laughs>